Good evening. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the first Sunday of Advent. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. Angel trees are up in both of our churches. Please see today's bulletin for additional information on the angel tree and the deadline to return the gifts. Copies of the Daybreak's Advent devotional booklets are now available to anyone who is interested. You can pick up one at the entrance of the church buildings. We hope this provides fruitful opportunities for prayer this Advent season. Though the formal requirement for masking has been lifted, we invite you to make your own choice to continue masking and or social distancing. Assisting us today as our lectors are Mark Sampogna and Madonna Smith. Our altar servers are Conrad Butler and Anthony Dorzo. I am your cantor, Christine Jordanoff, and our organist is Bill Brinzer. Our celebrant is Father Michael. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, O Come Divine Messiah, number 401. the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And with your spirit. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Uh, 
I hope and trust that everybody had a decent Thanksgiving celebration with whom or wherever you celebrated that. Um, and I always love this weekend, Thanksgiving, and then the first weekend of Advent, just a celebration that begins our new liturgical year and helps us to start a new liturgical year and a new time, the cycle of our liturgy, the cycle of our discipleship. It also helps us to do so with hope and preparation for the kingdom that is to come. As we begin, we pause in a few moments of silence, trusting the power and the transforming grace of God's mercy. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. Grant your faithful, O God, we pray, the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming, so that gathered at his right hand, we would be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Well, during the Advent season, we hear prophecies of hope and expectation. All this cycle, cycle A of the readings and the liturgical year, we'll be hearing 
uh, areas of the prophet Isaiah. Notice the power of peace because of God's light in today's prophecy from the first chapter of Isaiah. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. This is what Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not raise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our responsorial psalm may be found at number 991 in the blue hymnal.
house of the Lord our God, I will seek good things for you. reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, you know the time. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is advanced. The day is at hand. Let us then throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in promiscuity and lust, not in rival and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know until the flood came and carried them all away. So it will be also at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill one will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, 
stay awake. You do not know on which day the Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of the night when the thief was coming, he would, not have, le- he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, stay awake. And if you don't, I have something that's going to help me keep you awake. You guys know what I have? I know it's pretty hard to, uh, it's pretty hard to see in the back, right? Because it's pretty dark. What, wait, what are these? <laughs> you guys are so Western Pennsylvania, right? You know? I, I went down on the south side and bought some gum bands. Yeah? So I have rubber bands, right? I have rubber bands. And so stay awake. Can somebody tell me um, what is the purpose of a rubber band? What's the purpose? Hold something together, right? To to secure something, to hold something together. Do we uh, know what principle rubber band uses to hold something together? Uh, Pressure? Uh, Elasticity? Flexibility? Tension? Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a rubber band, right? If, If I put a rubber band... If I try to secure something, the purpose of a rubber band, right, to hold something together and secure something, and that something is as big as my thumb, and that's the tension of the rubber band, what do I got to do? I got to, right, I, this is what I wrap it up 15 times. I want to make my thumb purple. Um, okay, so, 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 right, so that's the understanding of a rubber band. The purpose is to hold things together. In order to do that, it needs tension, right? It needs pressure. It needs that elasticity. And so... Brothers and sisters, using the example of a rubber band, that is not awake. This is awake. That is not awake. This is awake. Well, during this Advent season, I'm going to talk about prophecy and the prophets. And I'm going to do so because we hear some of the most amazing prophecies of the anticipation of the kingdom of God and the anticipation as we're moving towards the celebration of Christmas. But remember, as we hear in today's readings, it's not just, we didn't just hear about a sense of hope, did we? We heard lots of prophecies or expectations of hope, but we also heard in the gospel passage something that seemed actually quite different than that. We actually heard Jesus talking about, you know, in the days of Noah, right? And that people were just kind of doing their thing, and then the flood came. And then he talked about how, like a thief coming in the night, 
That's the way the Son of Man will be. That's the way the second coming of God will be in Christ Jesus. And so there's always this sense of, as we're entering into the Advent season, this sense of a tension between the hope and the anticipation and the celebration that the kingdom of God is here. It has been started. The infant has been born among us. The kingdom has been initiated. And then the completion of that kingdom at the end in the fullness of time, whatever that second coming whatever that second transformation will really all be, will be about. And the prophets and prophecy prepares us better than ever to hold that in-between awakeness and tension that we need in order to really celebrate the kingdom of God, to really celebrate Christmas. I heard someone say, we need a Christmas that's not talked about by priests we need a Christmas that's talked about by prophets, right? So I'm going to talk about prophets. Sometimes prophets are seen to be people that if we probably looked at them through the scope of our modern psychology, we probably would think them to be something like the category of manic depressive, right? right? Because it, it, it's amazing. You hear these prophets speak and teach and encourage, and they'll speak about things like we heard in today's first reading from Isaiah, that you know all nations will stream towards the Lord's mountain. There will be the light and the teaching of God. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. It's like that sense of, you know, here's this, everything's great, everything's fine. It's like, things are hopeful. But then in the next breath, they'll say things like, there'll be destruction. Your kings and nobles will be led away in chains. <laughs> right? uh, we heard this prophecy in today's first reading talking about how swords will be beaten into plowshares when in Isaiah's next breath, practically, he predicts that they will be, the kingdom will be invaded, they'll be destroyed, they're actually going to be destroyed by the sword. And so how can that possibly be? Why does that, you know, it seems like that crazy, manic, depressive sort of this side, that side. What prophets are trying to do and how they help create an experience and an imagination for the kingdom of God is they hold the tension. They create tension so that people are awakened. That's what prophets do. Think about it. Destruction, right? Sinfulness, disobeying the covenant, unfaithfulness. Then the kingdom will be like the lion and the kid laying down together, right? There'll be streams that spring eternal. A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse. And so they go back and forth so that it's not one way or another, <laughs> right? It's not too much, hey, the end's coming, right? And it's not too much, hey, this is great. It's holding it together in attention. That's what creates a sense of awakeness and alertness to the very action, the presence, the grace, the mercy, and the justice 
of God's kingdom, right? A shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse. But guess what? The tree was cut down, <laughs> right? And so you have to have that, those tensions and those poles on both sides. And so that's one of the main purposes of a prophet, speaking kind of out of both sides of his mouth, a sense of hope, a sense of power, a sense of transformation, a, a sense of God's glory, a sense of God's wholeness. They'll beat their swords in his plowshares. And the other side of the mouth, they're speaking about that destruction, we're going to be put to death by the sword, our, our chain, you know, nobles are going to be led in chains, uh, the, the tree is going to get cut down, right? That's what prophets do. They try to create a creative tension for the kingdom of God. Okay, now um, let's just make that practical here for just a moment. We're preparing for the celebration of Christmas. I think most of us prepare for the celebration of Christmas like that, right? Um, and forgive me for saying this, but I'm just going to say this outright. You know, if we're just thinking about, oh, do I have time to put up my lights? I don't know. What am I going to buy for that person? Um, gosh, I gotta bake things. Now again, there's a there's a stress and a tension in that, but I'm not sure that's the tension of the kingdom of God, right? That's kind of like that, honestly, right? I think we ought to ask ourselves as we're moving towards the celebration of Christmas: is how awake and aware are we of both hope, possibility, transformation, and struggle? Sinfulness, suffering, brokenness, brokenness of relationships, uh, our physical destruction, all of those things, right? How are we aware of those two things? And how are we holding those together? Some of us have a tendency to go too far this way. <laughs> Some of us have a tendency to go too far this way. But what we need in order to experience what Christmas is supposed to be about, what Christmas is supposed to help us bring is a sense of tension that holds together and is awake and aware. How is your and my tension? Stay awake. As God's people, we together stand and profess. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made for us, for our salvation. He came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. 
I look forward to the resurrection and the life of the world to come. Amen. Trusting and hope the coming of the Lord Jesus more fully into our lives, we bring these needs and prayers of petition. Our response is, come Lord Jesus, that the church may be a clear sign of hope for all peoples, we pray. Come, Come Lord, Lord Jesus. Jesus. In the words of Pope Francis, Mary, Queen of Peace, comfort the martyred Ukrainian people and obtain from the heads of nations the strength of will to immediately bring the war to an end. We pray. Come, Come Lord Jesus. For all who are experiencing a lack of hope, that they may be sustained by the care of the Holy Spirit working in God's members, we pray. Come, Lord Jesus. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Come, Lord Jesus. We go forth with last week's violence in Colorado heavy on our hearts, that all within the LGBTQ community be safe and cherished in their dignity, we pray. Come, Come Lord Jesus. Jesus. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Donald Kinast, John G. Rogano, Cheryl A. Reith Miller, and Robert Shinyarsh, May they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Come, Lord, Lord Jesus. We remember today Louise Delsignor and Harold Butler and all the intentions present on the altar along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Come, Come Lord, Lord Jesus. Jesus. Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Our song for the presentation of the gifts is number 414, The King Shall Come when morning dawns.
together with Christ and one another, we offer our gifts and lives. Pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. In the sacrifice of your hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all of us, Holy Church. Except we pray, O Lord, these offerings we make, gathered from among your gifts to us, that what you grant us to celebrate devoutly here below gain for us a prize of eternal redemption through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift up the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just, it is our duty and salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ. He assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago, opening up for us the way to eternal salvation, that when he comes again in glory and in majesty and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for the day may inherit the great promise in which we now dare to hope. And so with all the angels, thrones, dominions, with hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. indeed holy to be glorified, O God, for you love the human race. You always walk with us this journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son who is present in our midst when we're gathered by his love. And when he once did for his disciples and so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, send forth your Holy Spirit, sanctify these gifts of bread and wine that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The day he was to suffer, the night of the Last Supper, he took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, again giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. 
Therefore, Holy Father, we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you've seated at your right hand. We proclaim the work of your love until he comes again, and we offer you the bread of life, the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on this oblation of your church, which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us. And grant that by the power of the spirit of your love, we may be counted now and for all eternity among the members of your son in whose body and blood we have communion. And so, having called us to your table, Lord, confirm us in unity, so that together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, your entire people may walk always in faith and in hope and strive to bring joy and trust into the world. Remember all of our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the peace of Christ, all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face and in the resurrection, give them fullness of life. And grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we would come to the eternal dwelling place to live with you forever in communion with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Saint Joseph, her blessed spouse, the apostles, the martyrs, and with all your saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen, amen, amen. The kingdom is here present and in its fullness to come at the Savior's command and forming by divine teaching, by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy, we may be free from sins, protected from all anxiety, as we wait in joyful hope the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom and the power May the Lord eventually beat swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks. The peace of the Lord be with you. We turn and offer a sign of peace to one another.
Come, Lord Jesus, behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I have For those celebrating with us virtually, we offer an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament. I love you above all things. I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you are already there, and I unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. number 590, Christ be our light.
Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. May these mysteries, O Lord, in which we have participated, profit us, we pray, for even now as we walk amid passing things, you teach us by them to love things of heaven and to hold fast to what endures. Through Christ our Lord. Uh, the announcement was made at the beginning of Mass, but please, uh, as you're heading out the door, these are at the entrances. Take one with you. This will be one way to help you hold the tension <laughs> of, of, of both hope and the need for justice in our world. So please take one with you um, and use it for reflections, daily reflections. The Lord be with you. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Go and glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Our closing song is number 409, People Look East. We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 4.